Alright, Rabbi, we're ready. Okay. One, two, three. Welcome, everyone, to the Oave Torah Daf Yomi Shiur. Today's Shiur is Daf Samach Hey. Uh, this is number 65. We'll be beginning Perek El Devarim. Um, we're starting on Samach Hey Bet. Sorry, today's Daf is our Samach Vav. And we're starting on Samach Hey Bet. The Mishnah of El Devarim. Says the Mishnah as follows. El Devarim Bepesach. These are the things on Pesach. She... Which means, you know, if you have a Korban Pesach, not everything for the Korban Pesach pushes off Shabbat. The following things are, number one, Shechitato, the slaughtering Korban Pesach. Of course, this comes out, this is when the 14th of Nisan falls out on Shabbat. The 15th of Nisan falling out on Shabbat would not be a problem. You're just eating the Korban Pesach. And you just have to, then you just have to, uh, you just have to make sure that it's fully roasted during the day, during during the Friday. However, we're talking here where the 14th of Nisan, when the Korban Pesach is supposed to be prepared, falls out on Shabbat. So, we say, Shechitato, the shechting of it, Zirikat the throwing of the blood on the Mizbeach, Umichui Korbanav. Michui Kiravav means that you're going to poke a hole in the intestines to remove What's in the intestines? In the animal, or all all live creatures, while they're eating, so the food goes into the intestines and it has a bad smell. It has to be removed before you before you put the emunim on the mizbeach. So that that removal takes poke. You have to poke a hole into the into the intestines in order to remove everything out. Now poking a hole. Um, would be, uh, the reason why it's an Avera, it's an Avera de Rabbanan, because it looks like Menachek. Menachek is smoothing out something. Okay? Um, and offering on Mizbeach, the Chelev, which is the part that goes on Mizbeach. All that stuff is Melchaz Rabbat. Aval Tzliyatoh, but the roasting of the, of the Korban, like if, fra, if Ered Pesach is on Shabbat, so the roasting cannot be done on Shabbat. It has to be done at night only. But we spoke about that last time, how the Kohanim are going to walk out with their korbans in their skins and going to go home and roast it that night. And also the washing off of the um, of the me'av. We, you're allowed, it seems like you're allowed to poke the me'av to take out to take out the stuff, but you're not allowed to wash it till later. Now, why is washing it a problem? It seems like the washing, in other words, why do you have to wait till later? Obviously, if you have to wait till later, there's some kind of problem. What's wrong with that? So, it seems over there that there is a, a Borer problem there when you're separating, right? But, uh, taking it out of the Tchum, you have to carry it out of the Tchum, you're not allowed to do that on Shem, you can't walk it out of the Tchum. A Yabalto is a, Eli, what do you have written for Yabalto? Wart. A wart. So it seems like having a wart on an animal is a problem. You're allowed to cut it off. It's a problem for, for a... It's like a blemish, I guess, sort of, but you have to take it off. You have to take it off, exactly. And you have to, and taking it off is not to cheshebet. 
since they could have been done before Shabbat, they're not allowed on Shabbat. Rabbi Eliezer says, Dochil Shabbat, Rabbi Eliezer says all these things are Dochil Shabbat. Now Rabbi Eliezer famous for saying in uh, Perek Rabbi Eliezer de Mila that the things that you could have done before Shabbat are Dochil Shabbat. So he does the same thing over here as well. The, uh, well just like regarding Brit Mila, he allows bringing a knife which could have been done before Shabbat on Shabbat over here as well. He's going to allow all these things, the cutting off of the warts and other things to be done on Shabbat as well for the Korban Pesach. Amar Bielezer says, Ba'alodinu, this that I allow these things that could have been done before Shabbat is a kavachomer. Ma'im shahita shimishum malacha dohayat Shabbat elu emishum shibut loyichot Shabbat if shechita which shechita everyone knows is isur deoraita and yet it's Dochel Shabbat, it pushes off Shabbat. Surely, uh, these things, the cutting off of the wards, which is only Yisur de Rabbanan, should be Dochel Shabbat, and uh, also the carrying it. Rabbi, what about the point that he, he the things he could have done before Shabbat, Shechita, he couldn't. Right. I'm a Lord of Yeshua. You're right, exactly, but, he's, he's, but his point is that if you see that it could that this is Dochel Shabbat, so is the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Meaning, he wants to claim that since it's Dirabanan, it's a better heter than than a Melachah Gimurah. The question is, what's better? Is it better to do a Melachah Gimurah that couldn't be done before Shabbat, or is it better to do a Shabbat that could have been done before Shabbat? Day three and day seven. 
Now, over there we see that you don't say the Kalachoma that you said. Why? Because the reason, because sprinkling of the water is on a person is only a ship. It's only the Rabbanan. Technically, it's mutar to sprinkle water on a guy. It's just with Rabbanan, we don't let. Because, uh, because of a shoot, because of the shoot Rabbanan, that we're afraid that it looks like you're fixing things. Tikkun mana. Only the Rabbanan looks like fixing things. It's not fixing anything, really. But still, because of the Rabbanan, it's a mitzvah to get the guy out, and you still can't do it on Shabbat. Which means like this. Let's say you have a guy who has the, wants to eat the Korban Pesach. He needs a sprinkling on his seventh day. That's for, If the seventh day comes out on Shabbat, we won't sprinkle it on him. Right. Even though it's to do a mitzvah. So you see, and it's only the Rabbanan. So you see that even the Rabbanan don't put on Shabbat. So therefore, don't be surprised about the they're carrying and other things, even though they're mitzvah, so Rabbi Kiva is bringing your proof from the sprinkling. Rabbi Yezid told him back, he said, I'm also talking about those. You're bringing me a proof from the sprinkling of the water? Huh? The sprinkling of the water I'm talking about also. I want to allow that too. Also, I'll make the same kind of homer that I made about about the cutting off of the war and those other stuff. We're going to make that about this too. I'm a lot of be a kiva. The be a kiva says, "Oh chiluf, ma im hazaash imishum shavut eno dochet the shabbat if sprinkling." Which is only because of the shoot. And the chetzot of Shabbat, shechita shimushu malacha, and odin shalot etchet Shabbat. Which means that you should say the other way around. You should say that if sprinkling, which is the shoot, doesn't push on Shabbat, then the shechita. You're going to say not to do the Korban Pesach? Right. Alright, this Mishnah looks a lot like, like a Gemara. I know. <laughs> it's probably where they got the idea to start doing Gemara. Like, oh wow, this is so nice. <laughs> now, Rabbi Akiva is saying over here, maybe you shouldn't do the Korban. He's so positive that he, Rabbi Akiva is so positive that you're not supposed to sprinkle the blood, and therefore he wants to learn that you shouldn't do the Korban Pesach when it falls down on a on a on a Friday, maybe. Akiva, Basuk says. The, the Jews do the Korban Pesach in its time. Ben Bechol, Ben Beshabbat. And therefore, don't try to tell me that when Erev Pesach falls on Shabbat, that you don't do the Korban. Amalos, Rabbi Kitana, doesn't back. Rabbi, 
אבל היא מועד לאלו כמועד לשחיטה. Which means במועדו, I can learn for פסח, and it pushes Shabbat. But I'm not going to learn for, bring, for cutting off the other things, because this can be done all the time, which means... Don't bring a proof to the, like, like Eli was saying, don't bring a proof to cutting off of the wart from shechting. Because shechting, it says, has to be in its time. But who told you that you have to cut off the wart in its time? Exactly. Maybe you should have cut off from before. Right. Any melacha that you could have done before Shabbat is not the Shabbat. Shechita shishal to melacha Shabbat, tochet the Shabbat. Okay. Now let's see the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan. Halacha zu nit almana mibnei betera. This halacha was forgotten by bnei betera, which means whether you're allowed to do a korban pesach on erev Shabbat on Shabbat was forgotten from the two nisiyas and yumim bnei betera. And one time, the 14th of Nisan, Shabbat. the rabbis did not know if Pesach is Doche Shabbat, Imlav or not. And they said, Does anyone know if the Pesach is Doche Shabbat? There's a guy called Hillel Abavli, Hillel the Babylonian, came from Babel. This rabbi was used to um, being Mishamesh, Shemayin Vatali, which means that he spent a lot of time observing and uh, serving the Gedolei Ador Shemayin Vatalion. The Yodea in Pesach he'll know where the Pesach is at. They called him. Do you know in Pesach Is there only one Pesach a year that pushes off Shabbat? We have more than 200 Pesachs. There's more than 200 Korbanot that are Shabbat. Now, when he calls them Pesachs, obviously there's only one Pesach on during a year. Rashi says, Klomad, There's over 200 Korbanot that push over Shabbat. There's 50 Shabbat every year. There's only four lambs being offered every Shabbat. Two for the Tamid and two for the Musaf. That's, that's 200. Besides, he says more than 200. There's tons of korbanot that we do on Shabbat. So what, you're, you're shocked about this? But, but Rabbi, on another, on another Chag, let's say uh, Sukkot, they would bring us korban for Sukkot, no? Of course. Would that be Doche Shabbat? Yeah, so he says yes. So Amrlo, they told him. There would be more than 200. Right. Because it's right. korban so Musaf. He, he said, yeah, he said more than 200. He said, you're telling my time, more than 200. Amrullah, so they told him, Minaylicha. He says, How do you know that the Pesach is like that? Yes, those are on Shabbat. Who told you Pesach is like that? Amrullah, so he told him, Neman Mo'adob Pesach. It says the word Mo'adob in Pesach. Pasuk says, Vayasu, Bresa, the Pesach, Mo'adob. Neman Mo'adob. 
Right? The name of Moador, but Tamid, it says the word Moador, by the Korban Tamid. Korban Tamid says it's Korban Ilachmi, Li Shainer, Tishmu Lakli, Li, Be, Moador. Right? So it says the word Moador twice. Ma Moador, I went with Tamid. Just like the, by the Tamid, we do it on Shabbat. So too, on Pesach, we're going to do it on Shabbat also. Is everyone with me? Yes. yes Harry? Yes. Rabbi, Good. This, this is where uh, the Seder would be Saturday night, where Ere Pesach is Shabbat. Correct. Seder, Saturday night. Correct. Okay. That's the discussion. Correct. I, I tried to make that clear in the beginning. I thought I made it clear. Okay. Not only do I have a Gizera Shabbat, I also have a Kavachomer, Hillel says. Why? What's the Kavachomer? If a Korban Tamid, when not doing the Korban Tamid, you don't get Karet for not doing it. And still, it pushes off Shabbat. Pesach, Shonish Karet, and Pesach, when not doing Korban Pesach, gets you Karet, surely you should push off Shabbat. Well, Pesach doesn't give you karet if you don't bring it. Yes, it does. It does. And it also gives you karet if you don't finish it by midnight. No, but if you don't bring it... <laughs> no, it does. We don't, we don't have Quran Pesach these days. No, not now. Uh, but well, no, no. Uh, Binyamin, it, but the Pasuk says that any... Per- we should really go through the Pasukim in... in, uh, in uh, this week's... In last week's Parashah, but it says... That any person who doesn't bring it... If you, that's assuming that you're not... Tameh. If you're Tameh, then it's okay. Uh-huh. Okay. okay. Says the Gemara further. Miyad yishivu berosh uminu l'nasi. Look how great the Bnei Betera were. Bnei Betera was so amazing that when they saw that Hillel was was greater than in Chokhmah, right away they made him the Nasi. The guy who they asked if you're allowed to push off Shabbat for Pesach. Right when they saw, he knew that he had more knowledge of them. It's not such they, a hard question. <laughs> what? It's not such a hard question. Well, they, I guess they recognized that he had more, a lot more knowledge of them. Yeah. The whole day he was being doresh in Hilchot Pesach. What is that? How did they translate mikatran by you? He was bothering them. What does he say? To, what does to it say? Harass his words. They began to harass his words. They began to, he began to harass their words, no? In the midst of this this course, he began to harass the sons of Beresa with his words. He used to... With his words, that's right. Yeah. Good. He was bothering them. He was... And he told them, What caused me that I came up as an immigrant from Babel and I became your Nasi? It's your laziness that you have. You should have, you should have uh, served Shemaya and Avtalion properly. The person is supposed to serve his rabbi to learn from his actions. You didn't serve him properly, and that's why you had to hire me. Got, that's why I had to hire me exactly. I'm a law rebbe. Shachach v'loivin sakin me'erev Shabbat. What's that about? What, they asked, what's going to happen tomorrow if guys come and they say that they forgot to bring a knife to do the shechita? Are they allowed to go home and get the knife? 
So Hillel says, I heard this halacha, but I forgot. Leave the Jews alone. Even if they're not prophets, but they're the sons of prophets. The next day, a guy who had a Pesach was a sheep, and a sheep has wool. He stuck the knife in the in the tzemer, in the wool, and he brought it to the azara. They got the they got. He was able to bring the knife to the azara of the Beit Hamikdash by sticking it in the wool of the animal. You with me, Harry? Yeah. A guy who had a goat. Now a goat doesn't have wool to put the knife into. You're allowed to do a gedi or or a lamb, but if you have a gedi, they don't, they don't have any wool. Then tochachto ben kanav, they put it in between the horns. The Amma said when he saw what they were doing, he remember the halacha. The Amman he said kach That's what I remember now. I remember now that that's what I heard from Shemaya and Avtalion that you're allowed to do that to bring the sakin on Shabbat. Why do you have to bring a gedi? I didn't hear your question. A goat on Shabbat? For what? They're bringing the goat for the Korban Pesach. I think it's a goat. Sheep. I think it's a young sheep. Right? You could bring bring either a young sheep or a young goat. Oh, okay. We learned that before. Okay. Amar Mo'od, now, okay, now we're going to discuss this, this story, okay? Amar Mo'od, we mentioned before. Ne'eman Mo'ado B'Pesach, ve'ne'eman Mo'ado B'Tamid. Ma'a Mo'ado Amor B'Tamid O'Chet Shabbat, af Mo'ado Amor B'Pesach O'Chet Shabbat. Just like the word Mo'ed by Tamid pushes off Shabbat, so too a Pesach pushes off Shabbat. The Gemara is asking now, ve'tamid gufa minalan d'dachi, a Shabbat. They call this Arvecha Arvetzach. Your co-signer, he needs a co-signer. You bring a proof from the Korban Tamid, that since if it's Dochei Shabbat, so too Pesach is Dochei Shabbat, well, who told you that the Tamid is Dochei Shabbat? If you want to say the proof is that it says the word Moadah, Pesach also says the word Moadah. So why is one more Pashut you than the other one? Is everyone with me? Yeah. Where did it also say Moadah? I was I was thinking of a question. Sorry. Okay, I only heard Eli. It sounds like I'm. Uh, am I alone? Should I repeat that? Just that part. I, I wasn't paying attention. Sorry. One more time. It says the word Moadah by Korban Tamid, mm-hmm. and it says the word Moadah by Korban Pesach. And we're saying, well, we, if you want to know if the Pesach is Dochei Shabbat, so then just look at the Korban Tamid. Korban Tamid is Moadah Shabbat. And it says Mordor. So the, the connection, the Gizel Shabbat, will tell you just like Tamir is Dochei Shabbat, so too Pesach. Question, who told you that Tamir is Dochei Shabbat? That it's so simple to you. Why is one more simple? Uh. And don't tell me from the word Mordor, because since the word Mordor by Pesach, and it wasn't simple to you over there. Got it. Thanks. When it talks about the Korban Musaf, it says that the, the Olat Shabbat, the Ola of the, of the Musaf, is the Shabbat has to be on Shabbat, of course. Al Olat Tamid has to be on the Ola of the Korban Tamid. So you see that the Korban Tamid pushes off Shabbat because it has to be at the same time as the Musaf. The Musaf is for sure on Shabbat, right? 
because it's only it only comes on Shabbat. Yeah. And it says you have to do the musaf That means you did. That means you before you did the musaf you already did the 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 So tamid is doche Shabbat. And once it says muador, we'll connect it to Pesach. That's also muador Shabbat. Okay. Mechlal the olat tamid kolemav Shabbat. Good. Okay. Says the Gemara. Amar Mor, we mentioned in the Brayta, Ve'od kal v'chomer, ma tamid she'en onesh kare tochet Shabbat, ve'esar shonesh kare she'en onesh kare tochet Shabbat, we had a kal v'chomer that you should do it on Shabbat. If the tamid, where you don't do it, you don't get karet, it push off Shabbat, Pesach, which not doing it does get you karet, surely she pushed off Shabbat. Ikalimichu, we can knock it off. Ma le tamid, Two things. Number one, Korban Tamid is every day. Maybe the reason why it's every day lets it go on Shabbat. Also, it's Khalil. Nobody eats any part of the Korban Tamid. Maybe that's why I push up Shabbat. When it comes to the Pesach, you only eat, you, first of all, you only do it once a year. And second of all, it's not all of us back. A lot of it is eaten. Shouldn't push up Shabbat. So maybe that knocks off the Kavachomer. So says the Gemara. Kavachomer Amalu Bereisha Uprechua. Really, the Hillel first mentioned the Kavachomer. And the Bnei Betera knocked it off, like we just said. Then he told them the Gizar Shabbat, and they couldn't do anything about the Gizar Shabbat. So the Gemara asks now, What does he need a Kavachomer for? If he has the Gizrash Shabbat from his rabbis, Moadon, Moadon, why is he messing up with the Kabbalah Chomer? He doesn't need a Kabbalah Chomer. And all the didu for them. Is everyone with me? Yes. Yeah. I heard too. Yeah, so yeah, Ben said yes too. Good. El the didu Kabbalah. Bish, Tamek Gizrash Shabbat, Logim Rino, Dein Adam, Den Gizrash Shabbat, which means... He said it according to you, meaning he said the Kavachomer for your opinions. He says, I understand why you didn't say Gzerah Shabbat like me. Because the end Adam Gzerah Shabbat is not small. A person can't make up his own Gzerah Shabbat. Ela Kavachomer, the Adam Dan Gzerah Shabbat, he's asking a question. You guys should have learned the Kavachomer on your own. I understand you can't figure out Gzerah Shabbat because no one could tell you that the word Moadah, Moadah work unless you heard that from your Rebbe. You didn't hear from your Rebbe? Okay, I understand. But how come you guys didn't make the Kavachomer like I made? Mm-hmm. That's I'm so they told him, Kavachomer your Kavachomer is messed up, that's why we didn't do it. <laughs> now you have a Gzerah Shabbat, we're going to use it, but your Kavachomer, we're not doing it because it's not working. It's <laughs> great answer. Okay. Okay. Amar Mor, we said before, Lemacha, the next day, we said that, that he put it in between, either between the horns or in the wool. The Gemara is asking on that. Turn the page, How are you allowed to put the knife in the wool? You're doing, when you put the knife in the wool, you're doing labor with, with, with the carpet. 
You're not allowed to use a you're not allowed to use a carbon and do labor with a carbon. Is it because of of Mechilal Shabbat or just like you're not allowed to use a carbon? No, no, nothing to do with Mechilal Shabbat. If you have an animal that's a carbon, you can't use it to pull your plow. Mm. You can't use an animal with a carbon. You know what? No, something. I'm gonna, I'm going to ride my my cow. You can't ride a cow that's a carbon. And you're here. You're putting a knife on a. On, to, 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 you're using your sheep to carry a load. Right. Says the Gemara. Kelel, we go like Kelel. The Tanya Amlo Kelel. Me Amlo Ma Al Adam Be Olato. El Mi Viar Chulin La Azerah Makdisha V'Somech Yedo Alem V'Shokta. They follow Kelel, which means in order to avoid this problem, they didn't make the animal holy. Till they got into the azdara. This way, when the animal was carrying the knife, <clears throat> the animal was just a regular animal. He was planning to make it into a carbon, but he doesn't holify it until he gets to the bet of uh-huh. This way, he's no problem because when the animal's carrying his load, it was just a regular animal. I thought it goes by your mindset. If you designate it in your mind, then it's you know it's for the mikdash, bet mikdash. Oh, well, he, he's not designated his mind. He just happened to be carrying this animal. If he wants to change his mind, Harry, he could decide he wants to make lamb chops with it. So, so Rabbi, but he, he can't. He, he can't carry it on Shabbat. Then he's not carrying it. He's walking with it. You let to walk you with the animal on Shabbat. He's walking. The animal's walking. And then the knife. The knife's on it too. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk about that soon. Okay. You You want to know? What's your question? Say your question clearly. If you're saying the korban, the animal's not a korban, so why is the animal allowed to carry the knife towards the Beit Hamikdash on Shabbat? Excellent. Oh, you mean on Shabbat? You're not allowed to carry. Animal can't carry for you. Very good. Mm-hmm. Think I ask that question. I thought that's what you were asking. Good. Says the Gemara. Pesach with Shabbat hechi mati makdishu. We have a separate problem. You're not allowed to holify an animal on Shabbat. Right. Before I get to to Eli's problem. How are you allowed to holify an animal on Shabbat? Oh, holify. Okay. Yes. And makdishin, ve'en marichin, ve'en maharimin, ve'en magbiin, tiruma masdot, kol elu biyom tov amru kavachom b'Shabbat. All these things you have to do even on Yom Tov. Forget about Shabbat. You can't make an animal holy. That's holify. You can't say, I'm going to give my, my value to Bet Mikdash. You can't say, this is Bema's Cherem to the Bet Mikdash. And you can't separate the Ruma and on Shabbat or Yom Tov. Right. So then, how are you allowed to holify this animal? You're telling me they didn't holify it first. This way, they can get their knife to the Bet Mikdash. But then you say, you're not allowed to holify it. Where it says, Hani mili chovot and kulem's man. Oh, when we said you're not allowed to holify an animal, that's if the Zabidas decide that they want to offer their own animal to, to as a carpet to the Beit HaMikdash, they're not allowed to holify that on Shabbat. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or, if, I'm sorry, if, or, or something they have to do, but they don't have to do it on Shabbat. They don't have a set time to do it on Shabbat. But, but, but a chobah that has a special time, like a korban Pesach, then makdishin, you're allowed to do it on Shabbat. Dami b'yokran, makdishin, then b'yokran, Shabbat, 
So since it's a specific time is now, you're, they give you a hetet to, to hold a fire on Shabbat. Correct. Now we're going to go into Eli's problem. The word mechamer is a word used when you cause a, one of your own animals to do labor for you on Shabbat. So if you, if Eli wants to get his uh, his baby across Ocean Parkway, and he decides to get his pet cow that he always keeps in his mother's house and have the baby ride the cow across Ocean Parkway. It's Asur, because Mechamer. Mechamer means you're causing an animal to do labor if you want your bet. Right. So we're asking that. Ba'alom Mechamer, you're carrying the knife on the animal. Tomorrow answers. Mechamer Klachayad. You're doing it in a roundabout way. Because people do not usually put any burdens on sheep. Sheep is a little animal. You can't hold too much. So no one puts anything on a sheep. So it's a weird thing you're doing. Okay. 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 So now you're doing it in a weird way. When you do something in a weird way, it becomes a sur dina banan. It doesn't become mutad. Right. Okay. Still a sur. Says the Gemara, "Hainu to Kabbalim." That's what he asked him. The Vashi is Shorajem in the Torah. Udvar Shut Omer the Fanav. The Rokloch Yiran Mokov Mitzvah. My. So the question, the Gemara is now rephrasing the question. The Bnei Betera weren't clueless. The Bnei Betera, they wanted to know this business of doing a sur de Rabbanan. Do in a, doing his sur kilachayat in a funny way. And you're going to get rid of it in a funny way, but you're doing it because of mitzvah, because you want to do a mitzvah of shechting the Quran Pesach Mai. What's the law? But Malam and Hillel says to them, This halacha I heard and I forgot. Let's see, let's see what the Jews do, and the Jews said that they're allowed to do it. And that's the halacha that Hillel had forgotten whether or not you're allowed to do a melacha kelacharyad in a place of a mitzvah. Are we clear? Yeah. What did Benjamin say? How did he become a Nasi? Right? They, they appointed him. I can't hear Benjamin. Repeat him. He said he. It, it, it sounds like Hillel knew something Ben Betera didn't know, but it looks like now he did. He knew that he didn't know the answer either. Like he just didn't know if you couldn't. Oh no no! All of the two different things. The, he, he knew that you do the korban pesach on Shabbat. They didn't know. That's one thing. But he didn't know what happened with the knife. That he said, "Look at the Jews." Okay. So his assumption was the knife was there. The, the knife. You're right. He was assuming the knife was there already, or you bought it from before. Okay. Amar of Yehuda, Amar of Anyone who shows off, if you're a wise man, you lose your wisdom. And if you're a prophet, you lose your prophecy. How do we know? We learn from Elel as a kid that if you're wise, you lose your wisdom. 
It says uh, Betelah before he said he forgot something. So is that why we're saying this? If you show, if you forget? Yeah. Yes, yes. We just said it. We just quoted him. That's how we so know Bet-Hila, it. He, he was showing off? Yeah. Well, he, he wasn't. He had a reason why he was showing off. He was showing off. The, the, the Mepharshim say that he was showing off because he wanted to show them that you have to really serve your rabbis well. He wanted to teach them the lesson that it's not that you guys are not good people. You really are good people, but you have to learn this lesson. So that's what he was doing, but still, in a showing off way, okay. that caught, that causes you to forget things. Okay. Rabbi, I have a question. This is not two questions. This is not Bet Hillel. This is regular Hillel, different Hillel. Oh, it's not. Oh. Is it? Okay. So Bet Hillel is the students of this rabbi. This oh. thing that we're talking about. Oh. This thing that we're talking about is pre Bet Hillel. There was no such thing as Bet Hillel okay. before this case. Okay. okay? Yeah. Historically, this is a very very old story. Because it sounds like it's with the Midash. But last question. So Hillel didn't know the Machloket is if you're allowed to take the animal, uh, the knife on the animal, right? Isn't that similar to the Machloket in the Mishnah of Rabbi Ezer and Rabbi Kiva that if you're allowed to do something that you could have done before Shabbat? Yes. Well, no. Here, here, we're assuming you can't bring it all together. But how are they going to bring it? Yes, they can't carry it themselves. But how are they going to get it there? Mm-hmm. So you're saying do Shinui? Whatever, weird way. Rebelius is allowing the owner to carry it straight. But as I said, you're allowed to do it even though, you remember, before Shabbat. We're, we're assuming you're not going to be able to We want to know how you're going to bring it. According to Vikiva. Correct. Okay. Is everyone here? Yeah. Okay. Now, where do we see that even prophets lose their prophecy for showing off as it was? Not the right word to use, but whatever. Says the Gemara, "Mi divora from the word divora. Divora was a neviyah. Dechiv because says by divora, chadlu perazon b'israel chadlu ad shekamti divora ad shekamti em b'israel." She said that the Jews were scared to live in cities without walls till I came. A mother of Israel came and she helped the Jews get out of the problem and made made it work. Now, when she says that, right after what she says, Uri Devora, Uri Uri Dabrishir. She said, Wake up, Devora, wake up, wake up, and, and Dabrishir, and say, and, and give me prophecy. So it seems like that when she said, Wake up, wake up, she's saying she needs to get a prophecy back. It seems like when prophets are able to talk to Hashem, it's, it's a very, very, uh, a very heavy situation, a very glorifying situation. That that, that it's it's like it gives you sipuk, uh, and then when they lose the nivuah, they're 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 desperate to get it back, and that's why it seems like she was she was desperate to get it back because it says uri 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 Please let me get my nivuah back. Why? Because she lost it because she said achikamti mbi style. Mm-hmm. Now, a similar thing happens when a guy gets angry. Rish Lakish says, 
כל עם שכועס, הגאי גטס אנגרי, אם חכם הוא חכמתו מסתכלת ממנו. אם נביא הוא נבואתו מסתכלת ממנו. הגאי גטס אנגרי, אם הוא ווייז, הוא לוזז את הוויזדם. ואם הוא נביא, הוא לוזז נבואה. אם חכם חכמתו מסתכלת ממנו, משה רבנו. תכתיב קוצצת ויקסוף משה בקודי חייל. משה גט אנגרי את
Yishai brought the brothers to him and he says, no, Hashem, I don't want, Hashem said, I don't want this one, not this one, I didn't pick this one. When it came to Eliyav, it says, don't look at his good looks, because Eliyav was very good looking. And his height, because Eliyav was very tall. Because I, I, I'm disgusted by Eliyav. Mm-hmm. We see from here, that until now, he liked him. Hashem really wanted Eliyav. But because he got angry, he lost it. Right? Because mm-hmm. the other brothers, he never was interested in. But by Eliyav, it seems like he was interested, but now he got disgusted by it. Now, Rashi points out that the story of David coming to battle happened after the story of the anointing. So therefore, how do you know that he ever got angry before that? So Rashi tells us that since we the Torah doesn't say any flaw of Eliyav before this, and we only mention the flaw afterwards, we assume that the flaw that's mentioned afterwards is the flaw that was beforehand, and that's what that's what caused him to lose on his being the king of Christ forever. Okay? okay. We're going to stop over here. Baruch Adonai Le'olam. Amen ve'amen. Amen. Amen. Amen.